Welcome to the weekly Halakha podcast. We try to talk about some little-known Halakhas and some of the ideas behind them. For the past few weeks, just a little bit of a wrap-up this evening, um, we've spoken about the idea of the Klirishon, Klisheni, Klishlishi. Klirishon, we said, is the, is the vessel that was on top of the stove. Even if it's no longer on top of the stove, that's able to cook. The Klisheni is when you take from there put it from that klisheni and put it into another vessel. That second vessel is called klisheni. Klisheni, we said, can only cook kaliabisho, things which are easily cooked. And we take it from the klisheni and put it into the third vessel. It's called klishlishi. Klishlishi generally does not cook, although there are different opinions about that, if it might be able to cook something which is, which is, which cooks easily. So let's take a listen, practically speaking, how that works. The first slide that we mentioned, that the idea that the, the temperature goes down, but I told you there's a decrease in temperature each time you move it from one vessel to another. It's only by liquids, not by solids. The solid's able to retain its heat, even even in a klishlishi or klishlishi, no matter how many vessels it changes, the solid piece of food is still able to retain its heat. So practically speaking, if let's say you have some kind of a spice that has not been cooked, for example, pepper. Pepper generally is not cooked. So the luck over there is, you would not be allowed to put it into any type of food in, on a kli rishon, even a klisheni, you wouldn't be able to put it on either, and possibly klishlishi. Klishlishi, there are those that are lenient, but certainly would not be allowed to put it into the klisheni. On the other hand, sugar, generally sugar is cooked. Salt in the United States is also cooked. Other places are not necessarily so. But salt in America is generally cooked, and therefore that too, that would be permitted to put even into the, it would if permitted to put that into the klisheni, that would not be a problem. And the klirishan, however, that would be a problem. We mentioned because since it dissolves, something which dissolves is considered a liquid. And a liquid, we said, there's a halacha that yesh bishlach or bishol. Unless the liquid is warm, we're concerned that even recooking is a problem. So that if, even though the salt has been cooked or salted sugar has been cooked before, putting it into a klirishan, even after it's been removed from the top of the oven, on top of the stove, rather, you would not be allowed to put it in there because since it's dissolved into liquid, it's considered like a liquid, which is considered a problem of cooking. Certainly, you would not be allowed to put it into the vessel, into the klirishan, what's on top of the stove. Even something which has totally been cooked, you're not allowed to put in something what's on top, that's on top of the stove. The reason being because it gives the appearance of cooking. Somebody may not know that it's, not, that it's something which has already been cooked. We'll come across that a little bit later when we talk about the lachos, the rabbinic prohibition of chazorah. Now, something which is, let's say, croutons, little maxi mandals that come in that people put them in their soup. So there's a distinction. If it's baked, like a baked piece of bread, for example, so that, we said, yesh bishel achrafia, something has been baked, something has already been baked, can still be recooked. You can cook it after it's been baked already, and therefore you would not be allowed to put it into a kli rishon at all. And if a piece, you wouldn't even be allowed to put into the klisheni also because of the concern of bishul, achrafia. Into the klishlishi, though, since there's only a difference of opinion, there are opinions that say klishlishi would not be a problem, it's permissible to put it into the klishlishi. We mentioned last time the ladle, there's a question whether the ladle is considered a klisheni or not. Regarding something like putting bread, though, into the bowl, we can certainly consider the ladle a klisheni, so that the bowl is considered a klishlishi, and therefore it's permitted to put the bread into the bowl. If the croutons are fried, however, or cooked, 
Then it's permitted to put them even to a klevishon, as long as it's not on top of the stove. Because since it's been fried, it's considered cooked already, and it cannot be recooked. And therefore, as long as the klevishon is not on top of the stove, you're allowed to put it into the klevishon. Even into, let's say, take the pot of soup off of the stovetop, you can pour the, the, the croutons even into the pot of soup. Now, things which you said are liquidy, such as, let's say, ketchup, which is also cooked, but since it's liquidy, so there's a concern that putting it into something which should, where quickly reshown, it might be considered cooking it, because we cook it. Now, as soon as you said, and everybody agrees to this idea that a liquid has to be, that liquid can be recooked. And therefore, there's room for leniency to put it into the cliché. So you allow to put ketchup in some kind of food on a cliché. Now, obviously, if the, if the ketchup is warm, then that's not a problem because we said even if the liquid, even according to opinions that say there's a problem of reheating liquid, that's only if it's cold. But if it's if it's still warm, then there would not be a problem of reheating at all and it will be permitted to put that warm liquid even into the clearishon. Other types of condiments such as mayonnaise, for example, which is not cooked, so the luck of that, you would not be allowed to put it into the klisheni or for that matter, even into, or into a salad food even if it's a klishlishi. For example, let's say you wanted to mix the mayonnaise with, with a hot potato, for example. So the potato retains the heat, and therefore even if the potato is in a klishlishi, a third vessel, you would not be allowed to mix it with the mayonnaise. An interesting question comes up regarding making coffee and tea. Now, obviously, to put a tea bag or ground coffee that's not yet been cooked into water, that's certainly considered cooking and be prohibited. Even if the water is a klisheni, you would not be allowed to put it into the water because the klisheni also can cook something which is easily cooked. Let's say the let's say the tea and coffee is instant coffee, instant tea that have already been cooked. So then, putting it into the klisheni even after it's been removed would be prohibited because we get as we mentioned, since it dissolves in the water, it's considered like a liquid and would still be prohibited to cook. You wouldn't be allowed to cook it. Putting into klisheni, according to many opinions, it would be permissible. So again, if you have the water from the urn and pour it into a cup, and then you put the instant tea or instant coffee into the cup, that would be permissible, according to many opinions. However, in deference to the opinions that say that a klisheni might be able to cook if it's very hot, many, many authorities suggest that it's probably better to pour from the first cup into a second cup, so make it a klishlishi. And then you have put the coffee and tea in the klishlishi, and that way you'd avoid any problems. The same thing holds true for the, as far as the sugar is concerned also. Putting a little water, a little cold water, for example, into a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, a hot cup of coffee, a hot cup of tea, would be a problem because the water itself could be cooked up to the shear of Yatsa lettuce bowl, which is only 110 degrees. If ever you're putting a lot of cold water into a cup of tea, so that rather than heat up the water, it'll cool down the tea, and the water will not be able to come 110 degrees. That association would not be would not be a problem at all. The same thing holds true also insofar as pouring hot water into into a cup of cold water. If you pour a, pour a lot of hot water into the cup, so that it's possible to heat the water inside the cup to the amount to the temperature of 110 degrees, that would be prohibited. But to pour a little bit of hot water into a cold water. So that since the rather than rather than heat up the water, the the hot water will probably become cold. If that situation it would not be a problem at all.
And that'll pretty much wrap up some of the luchas regarding Klewisha and Klisheni. Next week, God willing, we'll talk a little bit about the different types of rabbinic prohibitions of cooking. Three things specifically, Hatmona, which is wrapping, Shihia, which is maintaining something hot, and Chazar, the prohibition of putting something on a direct, directly on a, on the stovetop. Have a great Shabbos, everybody, and hope to see you again next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.